and a horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen.
what's up? What's up? Hey, man. How are you? Greggy C. How are you, bud? I'm doing good, Dave. Good to be here tonight. Exciting night. Another exciting night. Another it's been a good week. week. And the first day of March. Happy March. Yeah, happy March to you, man. I saw Big Earn said so he's clubhousing and twitching, man. He's all over the place. Oh my God. I think, I think they make a lotion or a cream for that, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> it's got a big stop sign on this. Right, oh right. Nah, man, it's been a good week. I'm excited about tonight. I think we're having a good time. And uh, you know what? Big Earn mentioned about the <laughs> orally taken. Big Earn said he loved the intro earlier. I saw that, but uh, that might be that might be the last time the intro uh, plays that way with that song. That's true. Because we might just have our new intro song. Yeah, uh, we yes, we might. Submissions are still uh, can still be you know submitted, but uh, we may have our intro song. We got a great one, so that might be the last time that you hear that intro song because we got a pretty damn good one. That's cool. Yo, how about and how about the um hey Ronald, how are you, buddy? Good What's to up, see you. Um, how about the uh, logo? How how are we doing on that? Uh I think we're still holding out on the logo. You know, cool. um, we had a couple sent to us. Not sure they're quite what we're looking for yet. No offense to the people who made them. Keep keep trying again. You know, right. I keep telling everybody all the time, like literally, you can go on Fiverr and it might cost you 20 bucks. But if you just took like a snapshot or a screenshot of the podcast. And just said to somebody like, yo, hey, these guys are looking for a logo. I want to win a contest for an all expense paid trip to uh, watch another one of their podcasts. Um, <laughs> so I, I want to win the contest here. So how about uh, how about helping me create a logo for these guys? I'm sure you could get one for 20 bucks. So um, and you know what? If you do that and we love it and we use it, we'll give you the 20 bucks back. Even even better. How about that? Okay. I think yeah. that's fair, right? I think that's fair. If somebody does that, I don't mind. Yeah, yeah. I got a couple dollars I can chip in. My piggy bank's getting full. There you go. There you <laughs> go. People are getting back to work again a little bit, so it's all good. Yeah, that's right. No, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, loving, it. loving it. Loving it. Loving it. What else you got going on? Well, you know, um, in the mu in the music world, or just in in in, in general. Yes, I mean, and yes. Look, um, and my gigs are coming back. My car shows, you know, are coming back. I got, I got three different calls within the last week um, about, you know, these future car shows. I'm like, ah, I don't, what's going to happen? And sure enough, you know, they're outside. They're like, here, we need this date. We need this rain date. I'm like, okay, you know, because I, I look forward to. It. They're, 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 they're pretty fun. You know, I get to bring my daughter. I get to walk around. Have a great time. Great people. See some cool cars. So, you know, things are slowly coming back to normal here in the Pennsylvania area. Um, as far as gigs, but you know, it, it's, we have to watch now, now that, uh, uh, Johnson and Johnson came out with a new thing. It, it look game changer as, as in each more, each vaccine that comes out is just going to change the game a little bit more and hopefully get us back to normal. But when we get back, it's going to be a boom, man. It's going to be when they say the roaring twenties, I, I heard that as an analogy, <clears throat> Yeah, it's going to be like the Roaring Twenties. The more we're cooped up, man, people are going to party their ass off. So this is kind of going to be like the Roaring 2021s. Right. Oh, yeah. Literally. Because, I mean, they're going to be cooped up for so damn long doing this. We as DJs or entertainers or bands or, or whatever we do are, are going to get so much work. And yeah. it's, going to, it's going to hit us. It, it might trickle in the beginning. But once it hits, these clients are going to understand that if they don't act now, or get a place that's going to at least transfer their deposit. 
they're going to be out for key dates, you know, depending upon your geographic area where you live, yeah. you know, here in the Northeast, it's May, June, September, and October. And that's all because of weather down in Florida. Yeah. It's constant. I bet. I was going to say you guys have, you guys actually have some downtime, right? Where you can't, you just can't do events because of weather. Not that we can't do it. It's just over. Or people the, just don't do them. Over the 30 years that I've tracked it, it, it was to a point that May, June, September, and October in the Northeast. Now, the higher you get up to Boston, that changes because that the, the winter's longer. But the guys up there are used to that, and the people are used to that. When it snows, they still have their events, you know? I mean, especially yeah. it's ski areas and places like that. It's like DJ, DJ gets to the event and, and does what he has to do. But – you know, West Coast totally different. You know, down in Florida, yeah, totally different. Yeah, absolutely, you know? yeah. We're yeah. we're uh, we're pretty fortunate that we can work pretty year round. The only typical challenges that we run into are excessive heat or excessive rain are like yeah. our two big things. So, yeah. I get it. Well, I'll tell you what: if you're out there and you're an entertainer of any sorts, you know, be ready. It's going to happen. It's going to come soon, and and you need to be prepared. So. Yes. I was uh, speaking of uh, Big Earn was mentioning about Clubhouse earlier. I was in a Clubhouse room today, and uh -huh. um, one of the things that, that that we were talking about in the room was like things that people could do to prevent themselves from getting away from um, getting. <laughs> Greg Ron says you need to shave, man. You need to shave. <laughs> Stop, man. My wife loves this beard, dude. Yeah, so so one of the things that they were, they were talking about, you know, how do you how do you get out of the funk of not working and stuff like that? And I I kind of say, you know, why not take the the um, analogy or the example of like athletes? You know, they they have they have preseason or they have spring training and they go through the motions of what they would normally do in an actual game. They go through all of that during spring tra spring training and and so on and so forth or preseason. And and to our to our part of that analogy, like if you're a photographer. You know, even if you don't have events to photograph, why not just go out and photograph anything, anything at all that you like? If you're a videographer, why not go out and video some stuff and edit it and just keep perfecting your craft and keep perfecting your craft? If you're a DJ, you know, for a while people would go online and DJ. I know a lot of not not as many people are doing that now other than on Twitch, you know, um, yeah. but just go through the motions of actually doing what you would normally do so that when you get because I'm telling you. I went to I went from doing nothing to doing like two and sometimes three events in a weekend. And it was a shock like no no other. Like my body didn't know how to handle it. My mind didn't know how to handle it because I didn't do these things I'm suggesting. You know, I just kind of went back cold turkey. And so I'm just saying, hey, based on based on experiences I've had and based on, you know, what I felt like feel like can help is like just jump out, jump out there and just do whatever it is you love doing. Like go back to why you got into doing whatever it is in the first place. And that was out of the love of just doing it. It wasn't about money. It wasn't about how much money you can make. Yes, we all want to make money. Don't get me wrong. But it was the love of DJing or the love of singing or the love of producing or the love of taking photos or whatever the case may be. Go back to that feeling and fall back in love with it again so that when you start getting busy, you're ready for it and you appreciate it more. No, you're, you're absolutely right. And and because of that love, if they haven't been into it in a while, they're going to learn because it's a technological world. They better be up to date on stuff. If they haven't touched their stuff in six months, 
update your firmware for all of your controllers or, or yeah. whatever. Update your software because you might be in for a big, you know, shock when, you know, you, you, you fire stuff up and it doesn't work or there's a problem. Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. I agree. All right. Well, let's, um, let's, uh, you know what, before we get started, let's bring our, our, uh, our, the third person of the group now, our, our buddy who's helping us out from behind the scenes of stuff and just putting some stuff. Oh, look at you with the little dog there. I just noticed. Uh, he, he came down to visit me and I feel so bad. Uh, it's my little baby. So I got to take care of my baby. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. I'm going to bring Gabe on with us. You guys all, uh, if you, if you watch last week, you saw Gabe. What's up, Gabe? Hey guys, how you doing? Gabe, let's talk about last week's show, man, with Keith Shockley, man. How great was oh, that? Oh, that was epic. I mean, I went back three times this week to watch it again because there's so much history there, so many artists he worked with, all the projects he was into, an amazing guy all around. Yeah, it was fantastic. And I really think we probably could have gone another oh, hour. You know what I mean? Absolutely. We could have just kept going. Oh, yeah. We just could have oh, yeah. just kept going. It was such a great show, such a great show. We're we're fortunate to have yeah. the guests yeah. that we have on the show, and and I know that you're working hard behind the scenes to help us mm -hmm. line up more people. Yeah. So we appreciate all that. By the way, did you see his Twitch uh, set? The phone. Yes, I did. Oh, I, I, I got to be honest. I, I I saw it on his on the Instagram. Uh, yeah. I saw it on Instagram, but I did see uh, some of what they were doing. It was pretty dope. Oh yeah, hell yeah. Yep. And uh, that firmware you're talking about, you know, a lot of you DJs and entertainers. Mm -hmm. You have one set ready to go at all times. Another one for a home studio. So you guys don't forget about the stuff in the garage ready to go, you know, at the studio ready to go to take out the gigs. It's yeah, a great point. Firmware good good call. Because Greg, like as you said, you know, it's just gonna pick up. And like the roaring twenties. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh my God. I mean, the nightclub that I work at that's usually packed, it's gonna be back to like, you know, twenty deep at the line, and they're gonna have what's called the it, what is it? The escalating cover charge. Ever hear that, Dave? The escalating cover charge? No, I never heard of that. Yeah. Try going to New York or Philly on a hot night because it starts out if they want people in there and they like who you are, they'll even let you in for free depending. Oh, wow. But if they know it's going to be a good night and they, they know that, it starts off at 20 bucks. By the oh, time God. midnight rolls around, that can go up to as high as 100 bucks depending, depending upon the club and where you're at and how bad people want to get in. And that line goes deeper, and then people hundred bucks. Then then leave, leave the line because right. people are waiting in line for an hour to get into that club, and some high rollers that are going to buy bottle service anyway are going to pay that. You know, pay that. Or the front door. Right. I, mean, I remember standing in front of Concourse in Philly. Uh, Fisher was in town. The Australian guy. He's fantastic. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I mean, there's there's a line around the block. So yeah. if you want to get in, you're going to get in and enjoy that show. And I mean, I, I definitely, I definitely understand that thought process. It definitely makes sense. You yeah. know, um, it blows me away. And I said, you know what? I, I, I get it. I, I get it. And I get some of these clubs. It's the same thought process that I watch these bottles of Jack Daniels pass in front of my eyes at the club. And I look, I look at the, at the, at the menu, the bottle service menu, $300 for that bottle. It costs 35 to 40 bucks in a Pennsylvania state store for that same yeah. bottle. Yeah. Are you kidding me? But yeah. pomp and circumstance, of course, it's going to be be taken by, you know, three gorgeous girls and one gorgeous guy that have the tight shirts and and, and they look like they're all in their underwear or, you know what I mean? Or, or those or those flashy ass hoodies like uh, Gabe wears. Man. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like he could get in there with those badass hoodies like oh, yeah. he had on last week and this week. 
Thanks, man. How many, how many of those you got, man? Oh, have, uh, I don't know. I got a bunch of shit. Are they, watch every show, you see? The eye of the tiger that you're wearing yeah. there, Rocky? Yeah, it's great, isn't it? I, I, I like it. It's like hey, Rocky. Let me, let me, uh, let me pull this question up real quick. So uh, all, a longtime watcher and, and dedicated person. I love this guy to death, DJ Natural Aura. Uh, hi, guys. Sorry for pushing the questions early. Uh, things are coming back slowly but strong here in NYC. First of all, yes. Awesome to hear that. Greggy C, sorry I'm covering you up with this, but it's a long, <laughs> long message here. <laughs> okay. um, wanted to ask how DJs are dealing with events in 2020 that were pushed back for 2021 then months of events being pushed back to later in the year, pricing issues when clients are asking for same price uh, that were quoted in 2020 for 2021, then pushing back toward the end of the year. Yeah, that's uh, woo, we could probably do a whole show on that, man. Yeah, um, it, it, it depends upon your business plan and how you've done things. It, you know, I always heard strike while the iron is hot. Um, you should be raising your prices every year and changing the prices on your website yearly a certain percentage. And there. With, with that said, it increases your value, but it also allows you to come back down. You know, if you increase 20%, um, you can always have that. Well, you book now, you get 20% off. Or you give certain people extra incentives to add on top and you start to stack discounts. You know, you normally had 100 bucks, and then you got whatever it may be. But... But I, I would be careful on how you do it because there, there were certain places around around the Philly area, and I know New York was doing it too, um, that they were charging a COVID surcharge. Yeah. What? Oh, okay. you get your sandwiches, and all of a sudden you're like, wait, 46 bucks for two hoagies or two steak sandwiches? Like, what are you kidding me? And they're like, oh, that was a COVID charge. And I feel bad because everybody's losing their jobs or, or you know, what, whatever. They make – you should feel bad. I get it. But – 40 bucks for two steaks? Give me a give me a break, dude. Damn. Give me a break. You know. All right. So so without getting too far off track here, I yeah. think um because we talk about hoagies now, not DJing. Yeah, no, but <laughs> you can't, just, can't raise your prices. No, I keep me on track. You can't no, I'm just picking with you. Yeah, no, you can't you can't raise your prices at this time. You need to stay to a schedule and be true to your business and make it in your business plan that if you're going to raise your prices, you raise them every year at the same time. But then again, you have that luxury to bring them back down when you need to because of those incremental increases. Well, and, and to kind of really pinpoint on um, uh, Natural Order's question, yeah. I think one I think one of the thing that we one thing that we all got hit with because let's be honest, before March of 2020, did any of us even know COVID existed? Unless we're scientists, the answer is probably no. So we really didn't have anything kind of built into our contracts per se as it pertained to something that catastrophic. Most people have like a cancellation clause or a, or a postponement clause or something like that, which by the way, if you, if you, if you don't or didn't, you definitely now should. Um, so unfortunately, I, I think if you're going to if you're going, first of all, I think if you're going to do run your business according to the way you should, then if, if you don't have anything in your contract about it, you kind of have to work with a mutual agreement with that client. So what do I mean by that? Like a lot of people, I'll give you two, I'll give you two examples of what I've heard done. A lot of people said, I will move your date to 2021 for you at no charge, but I will only be able to do it one time. After that, there will be a charge of X amount of dollars. 
and they basically sent that email to all of their client base. So it wasn't just one client that they told that to. It was uh, due to COVID and what is going on in the world right now. We want to do our best to take care of our clients. In doing so, here's what we've chosen to do since we've never had to deal with this before. We will be happy to move your date one time at no charge for you to a new date in 2021. Uh, so Vince is saying, yeah, Vince is saying active God clauses. But the problem with active God clauses is that uh, a lot of litigation now is saying that COVID has nothing to do with active, active God. Don't ask me why. I'm just saying that's what I've been told. Um, other people, other people have said that they they moved dates from 2020 to 20 or 20, yeah, 2020 to 2021. And they were. Um, basically saying that the fee would be the difference of whatever the cost difference is between 2020 rates and 2021 rates. That would be kind of like the penalty or the charge to move it to that new that new date. And that's so there's a, there's a variety. Of, and, and some people just moved them and just, hell, some people just gave people their damn money back, which is cra- right. the craziest thing in the world, right? So like, I think you have to do what makes best for you and your company. But I think the most important advice I could give to anybody is make a decision on how you're going to handle it moving forward. And then again, create that kind of letter, that email, whatever it is that goes out to your client base and says, due to COVID and the things that have happened over the last year, here is how we will be handling situations like this moving forward. And then stick to that. Hopefully that helps. Be consistent. Be consistent. We're we're in a service industry. Our service is to entertain, Mm -hmm. right? No doubt about it. So not giving back client the money, you know, charging more. I mean, pandemics are few and far between if you're going to consider it as an act of God, like hurricanes are expected. So this is, this is like once every lifetime. So take care of your clients, you know, because then, Point. Your brain will increase. Now, well, now, the, the only thing, only thing I will say to that, which I, I agree with everything you're saying. The only thing I will say to that is, you have as a business owner, you got to find a happy medium of taking care of your client, but also making sure that you're going to keep your doors open. Okay, right. just, so in other words, just as much as it's not that Absolutely. client's fault that this event didn't happen, it's also not your fault as a business that this event didn't happen. So it's finding that solution that makes both yeah. people happy. And then the other component of that is understanding that there are people out there that are going to use COVID as an excuse to try to get money back from you. So you just got to be careful of those kind of things is all I'm saying. No, that you're absolutely right. No, that clause you talked about is great. And for those DJs that are just starting out and entertainers that are just starting out that don't have attorneys working for them, creating these contracts, Dave, where would you recommend they start? Oh goodness! You know, first of all, I can never, I can never be uh, an attorney, uh, if you will. Uh, I, I don't have the qualifications for that. But I mean, I would, I would say there, there are a few people out there within the community. One of them, um, what is her name? Hold on one second. I, I, I've probably got it nearby here uh, that I can legal. Sorry, the legal page. So if you went on Instagram, you went to the legal page, and it's P A I G E. So not not page like paper, but page like the female name, the legal page. She puts out some, some, she's, she's an attorney 
She also used to be a photographer, or maybe she still does photography. I'm not sure. Um, but she puts out some good quality contracts that are fair and affordable. I would still say make sure to get those reviewed by somebody that you know and trust. I mean, you can usually, like if an attorney, I, I, I would assume that if an attorney doesn't have to really prepare an agreement for you, but review an agreement for you, you could probably get that done for pretty affordable. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so that might be a way to go. And, and um, Paige does all kinds of like Black Friday deals and, and you know, it's, it's Tuesday and I feel like giving you a percentage off deals and all kinds of stuff. So right. you can sometimes get her, her, her contract templates for 30% off. Wow. Good point. Yeah. You know? Okay. Look, there's also, look, for those, you know, that are, that are just looking for legal advice or things like that. I mean, legal zoom will, will help them out, but not do it. Paige is more, you know, if she's in the industry, I would send them to her. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Definitely. But legal zoom has helped out a lot. So here, here's uh, here's another comment. Vince said deposits are never refunded and any payments made to date are also non-refundable. Um, I disagree. Up, Good to see you. You know, Vince, I will say that I will say that I have the exact same, um, you know, verbiage in, in our contracts that we do and, and how we, you know, on paper, that's how it is. But, um, at the end of the day though, I think, I think still, you know, there, there is at some point there is some humanity that has to come into this. And like Gabe said, I mean, this is a, this is a once in a lifetime scenario. Um, so I think if we can just continue to maintain humanity and realize that, um, we, we want to take care of the clients, but we also want to keep our business, you know, afloat. I mean, you know, our, they, I mean, I don't think sometimes people realize how bad our industry was really hit because let's be honest, our industry is not something that necessarily people think about all the time. They only think about a DJ when they're having an event where they need one. Otherwise, they don't ever think about a DJ or anything else. Um, so I, I think just, you know, continuing to maintain that humanity about your, about yourselves. Braden, what's up, man? There he is. Speaking of Braden, speaking of Braden, um, this is uh, Kevin Porter's son. So speaking of Braden, Gabe, who do we have coming up uh, in the next couple of weeks on the show? Uh, we got DJ Kevin Porter and his son, Braden. There we go. Yeah, hey. yeah. Through the leap. Yeah. Who who else do we got coming up possibly? I know you're uh, talking to a few other people. Yeah, March 15th, we have uh Gabriel Panache from uh Pro X. You guys do Pro X, they do trusses, they do uh staging stuff, cases for your equipment. Mm -hmm. Uh God, I have uh two DJ booths that fold down one of those E-style ones, they're fantastic. It's got everything right. under the sun. It's right yep. there, baby, right there. Yeah, it's your pro look, X. Look at Greg with all the hats for everybody. Greg, I'm going to have to make sure and get your contacts to send me those hats too, man. I got in trouble. I got in trouble a couple of weeks ago because I was wearing, uh, I was wow. wearing a competitor's hat. Uh, it's pretty funny actually. So anyways, <laughs> we'll get you hooked up, brother. We'll get you. There hooked you up. go. There I'm you go. But all right. So we got Gabriel coming on the 15th. You said, right? You got it. And then, uh, the 22nd, Paul Venuti from PV, I believe is coming on. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll see. You still got to you got to get okay. some interviews done there, Mr. PR yep. guy. <laughs> now, uh, uh, to the to this point, oh, if uh, if you're a viewer and you're interested in in yeah. being interviewed, if you're interested in being a part of the show, uh, you can submit a request to our Instagram account. It's uh, in the queue podcast right there, right up there. 
uh, Instagram in the queue podcast. Um, just submit a request on there. We'll get it to Gabriel. Gabriel will see that and uh, we can get you guys scheduled. We, we want we want to interview really anybody who's interested in being interviewed and has something to offer to the community uh, of, of entertainers. Right, Greg? I mean, I think that's that's kind of what we're looking for is somebody, anybody that's interested in not just coming on here and bragging about how great they are, but come on and offer some, you know, some help, some encouragement, some, you know, something that can help other entertainers. Or, right. Or standard run of the mill DJs that we can pop our, you know, special questions at, you know, mm -hmm. that they wouldn't necessarily know. That, oh, what can I talk about? Well, we, we, we can work together, you know, to, to, to work with the topic after we interview those people. That's what the interview with myself or, or, or Gabriel, you know, yeah. That, that that's what happens there. We create the magic. I mean, hell, um, a few of our shows, that magic was created because of those interviews, you know, yeah. um, with the Zeke Sky Band, with Keith Shockley, right. you know, that, that kind of stuff. It was just, a, you know, we interviewed those guys and it just exploded from there. And that, that builds our outline. So, yep. 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 So that's kind of uh, sorry. I'm somebody's asking me about being on a show right now. I'll okay. I'll, send that to, I'll send that to Gabe. <laughs> now here's, uh, here's, here's the guy I want to get on. I want to get on Vince. 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 Vince follows us around. I think he's had Vince has listened to every show that we've been on or, or been commenting live on it. I've worked with Vince for years. Yeah. Um, Vince managed photographers, videographers, and DJs like I did across the nation. As a matter right. of fact, he had California at one time. So. Wow. Talk, talk about a fun branch to have, but he's he is a full fledged wedding videographer and wedding photographer. Besides starting off as a wedding DJ, now I can say I know how to do that stuff, but I'm not. I, I don't go out and shoot weekly wedding video and or wedding photography like Vince yeah. does. You know, my my thing is entertainment. That's a different story. But well, I think I think it'd be great to chat with him too about um, you know running you know running a multi-op and and uh yes. you know having having to work with um you know thanks jason having having to uh you know work with a staff and and how you you know what goes into that i mean you know i, I have a staff greg i know you have a staff when things are, are going normal so i think that'd be a great conversation we we, we definitely need to do that yeah multi-op and then and then the, the whole workings of the videography and photography that that really could take up an entire show um mm -hmm. of what he knows with with videography and photography so vince now that you hear that um you know send send us an email and for those out there really if you don't want to find us on instagram or you have a problem and and whatever is above dave's head there the in the queue podcast very simple um it's hello at in the queue podcast that is our um that is our email address. Hello yep. at com. Now, why I'm there, and, and I'm sorry for rambling on, but please, guys, while you are, wherever you are, please hit like. All right. Also, follow us to, to, to get informed of when future podcasts are, especially if you're watching us on YouTube Live, because right there you'll get notifications or emails or texts if you set those up. So please follow us, subscribe, hit like, comment, even if it's just to say hello. If you don't have mm -hmm. a question, if you say, "Hey, Dave, you know that that Boston hat looks cool on you," or, or 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 "Hey, Gabe, I love your Rocky sweatshirt that you're wearing. I had the Tiger Man. Way to go! Yeah, and, and your Zildjian drum hat. I like it. So, or Greg, you need a shave. Whatever. And I, <laughs> I can't. I you know I I have to keep growing it out. I want to look like Grizzly Adams, and I love the the whole gray and whiteness now that that I have. That's what a 13 year old daughter will do for you. Yeah. But, um. Yeah. It's totally different from the uh the uh 
the, the podcast uh, beginning, those pictures you see where I got a nice a nice brown beard. But anyway, please follow us, like it, and oh, finally share share this podcast. Please, if you're a supporter of this show, share it to, to maybe groups that you're in or friends or people that you think might like this because we really can't do this without your help. Right. You know, we, we need your help. I mean, it's one of the most important things, you know, when in the future, and we talk about SEO, search engine optimization, or how do you help out, you know, your fellow DJs, entertainers, videographers. Um, so, you know, do that. I want you to do that. I want you to share it, please, with your friends. Make sure you hit like, you comment, subscribe, all of that being said, you know, or send us an email and, and come on the show and or give us some ideas of what you want us to talk about. You know, somebody explained that they, they wanted to hear more um, of, of a certain type of DJ. Or why don't we talk about DJs more? So we're going to. You know, we're going to put that on our list of, of things to do. I think what Greg is saying is we just like to be loved. That's true, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Show a little love. Hey. We just little. like for you to love us. <laughs> All right, man. Let's uh, let's get cranking with our guest here because we got. I, I think this is going to be a great conversation tonight. I think we're going to... Um, I think everybody's going to really enjoy hearing from Shane. So, um, Greg, do you want to do the honors of reading the bio? Um, oh, my goodness. Yeah, hold on. Give me a second to pull it up here. I'm going to have to. Dun, 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 dun. All right. Oh, there it is. Duh. All right, ladies and gentlemen, tonight our guest will be Shane Ryan. Uh, a professional mobile DJ for Y Entertainment DJs located in the Jacksonville, Ponte Verde, and St. Augustine area of Florida. Shane's DJ sets are always a fun and experience full of vibes and excitement. He's also a producer of up-tempo original beats, which I'm going to have to ask him about a little bit later. Um, being born and raised on the island of Barbados, it makes natural for him to use a combination of soca and reggae in all of his creations. That's awesome. Um, finally, he's a mix engineer that provides the best mix and master on every beat because of his skills gained through various training and years of experience as a mixing engineer. Gabe? questions are for you after this so music is his passion and an outlet which always allows him to provide memorable experiences to his listeners so enjoy the vibe and the musical adventure of ladies and gentlemen please welcome a nice round of applause mr shane ryan what's up shane i think that's one of the best i think that's one of the best intros i ever had in my life Although, real quickly, though, Shane, real quickly, we got to correct two things. Ponte Vedra and St. Augustine. I was saying exactly the same thing. But it's Unstead. He's from the Northeast, right? Yeah, it's fair. We'll, we'll let it slide since he's not from down here. Yeah. I'm from New York. We'll forget about it. What you want? You're forgiven. You're forgiven. 100%. 100%. funny. Well, enough respect, guys, for having me on tonight. Um, Welcome. I'm going, I'm, I'm really enjoying, I'm really enjoying all your podcasts. You know, I've been, I told David, you know, I, I just love when DJs get in a space where we can actually just talk, talk, talk about what we deal with. Right. And people actually understand what we're saying. So enough respect to you guys. Cool, man. Thank you for being on. Look, um, I, I wanted to get right off the bat. 
and and talk about look you the, the beats that you make now is it is it just beats or is that what you're focusing on or is it beats and music or you know i mean that, that I, I introduced you as as beats but is it beats music what is it talk to me so it's a very good question now previous to covid myself i've just been super focused on djing and just playing at weddings parties clubs you know you know just going down that line for a very long time where we were just like super busy just always going dj just djing every single weekend having fun right after covid um something hit me that after like three weeks i realized okay this is not going away this is going to be a long haul um i need to start writing music that I always wanted to write. So before, previously, when I first moved from Barbados here, I had a recording studio in Jersey. I lived in Jersey for like three years. I entered in a studio, a reggaeton studio, by the way, um, with amazing producer. His name is Gil, Gil Garcia. Amazing. And he taught me a lot. And I was just doing a lot of instrumentals, a lot of beats, a lot of stuff for artists. And I just said, you know, I'm good. I'm, I'm good with the beats and everything. But after COVID, something hit me. And a DJ actually made a blog a couple of weeks ago. His name is Carl Cox. I don't know if you guys know him. Oh, are you kidding me? <laughs> oh, man. I was reading one of his blogs and he said this. He said, this is a time that we have right now where there's no parties there's no clubs there's no festivals uh, there was no weddings you know that's now starting back up but at this time it gives us the opportunity now to write music you always wanted to write do music that you wanted to do because you have that opportunity to be creative basically in a nutshell what he said and i felt like that hit everything after covid with me nail on the head because I was just writing and working with a, a group of wonderful producers from Virginia and just writing music that I wanted to write, doing music that I wanted to speak about, you know, doing things that, you know, it wasn't for the clubs, it wasn't for the parties because, you know, we're not writing for that, right? Where as an entertainer, I just wanted to, to produce and do stuff that was meaningful. So after COVID, we re I released a song with Pastor Productions. Um, very good buddies of mine, they live in Virginia. Um, actually, I saw that Jason, he is actually in the chat right now. Mm -hmm. Amazing piano player. I did, he's, he's just crazy when it comes to ideas. I, I can sit down in the studio with him and we can just come up with ideas all night, right? So after COVID, we had, you know, a lot going on in the society and we actually released a song directly connecting to what was going on in the society and it all happened like that because i remember as i said we chill in the studio sometimes and we're just scribbling down we're just doing creating ideas and we had like two lines for a song that we did maybe a year before and then I watched that horrible video with George, uh, George Floyd. And after that eight minutes of watching that video or nine minutes of watching that video, I called up the songwriter in a group 
And I told him, listen, you remember those two lines that we wrote a few years ago? And he said, yeah. I was like, we got to finish that song. And that song is called Chosen. And we released that and i think it was in july last year speaking about what was going on and that is what i mean about music that i wanted to write and now tonight i'm actually going to be releasing the second song that is also very close to my heart and you know i think that it might be fitting to release it on air with a couple of djs and let them be the judge of what we can what we are doing here you know just being creative and just you know, just doing what you love to do. And, and David said it earlier, you know, getting back that passion, what brought us here as entertainers, musicians, and DJs, right? Because without that passion, we would not be able to survive throughout the last year of honestly not working, right? Mm -hmm. You know, when I tell a lot of my friends that, I was booked throughout 2020, up to March 27th. I remember it well. And then after March 27th, when everything locked down here in Florida for us, I saw my calendar completely disappear, completely disappear. So, you know, getting past the dramatic effects of, wow, we're not going to be able to entertain. We're not going to be able to create memories for anyone. We're not going to be able to do these things anymore. Mm -hmm. It allowed me to refocus. It allowed me to go back to where my passions lie. And my passions are always like in the music. Like that is where I am more serene. That is where I find myself the happiest I ever, I ever am. All right. Whenever I'm surrounded with like-minded folks like you guys, you know, musicians, um, because yeah, I've basically been completely around every single aspect of the industry. Starting as a musician at the age of 16 um, in the Caribbean, playing electric guitar in, in a popular soccer band actually back back then when I was 16. Um, we toured the Caribbean and for carnivals and well, we call it crop over in Barbados just to educate anyone that who's interested in visiting my island. Whenever we open back up crop over, take a visit because it will probably be the best time of your life. It'll be the most vibe you will ever feel when it comes to a festival and people. Um, but anyways, this is a little plug for Barbados. I think, but, I think you and I were actually talking about trying to do that. Um, well, we were talking about it in like 2019, 2018, about mm -hmm. doing that in 2021 or 2022. So it's, it's interesting when you look back and think about that. So it's going to be even better now, David, when we hit, hit it in 2023, maybe 2024. Mm. All right. Because, you know, starting as a musician, playing in, in the festivals, you know, throughout the Caribbean, you know, I went to Grenada, I went to St. Lucia, and these are all small Caribbean islands, but all of our festivals are very close behind each other. And we toured throughout there for a couple of years. And then, you know, I went to college and I had to pull myself off of the road. 
and then I just started working a day job. And that day job actually brought me into the next aspect of music, which was working live song for the largest live uh, song company in Barbados. At, at, well, yes, they're still the largest live song company right now. And I remember interning and rigging for these guys so that I could just get 10 minutes, maybe 15, maybe 20 minutes standing next to the engineer and watching him mix bands or sound check bands. And I did that for honestly, guys, about two years, just going to every, you know, after rigging, going home, shower, coming back to the show, watching the engineer. All right. All the other, all the other guys would be home. All right. And I was just watching the engineer every time trying to keep up, but you know, just keeping my eyes on everything. And after every show, I'll have at least one or two questions. What does that compressor do? What did you do when you, when you, when you did this, when, and it's funny, it was, it was exactly, it was perfect because it was exactly the same time that you were transitioning from large analog boards to large digital boards. So in one year I was dealing with analog and sends and all the effects coming from outboard racks. And then the next year Soundcraft brought out SI, um, I think it was the SI2 and the SI3 and they bought the SI2 and the SI3 and then they eventually went up to digital. Um, and I remember just being completely confused, but going to every single show I'm watching. So, and then I got my big break to actually mix. One day, it's funny how things happen. I went home, I rigged the show, went home, showered, head back to the show. And I got a call and from the engineer. He was like, Shane, are you at the show? I was like, yeah. Uh, well, it wasn't the show, it was a sound check. Went back to the sound check. Yeah, I'm, I'm here. He was like, yo, I'm stuck in traffic. The band is supposed to sound check in like two minutes. Can you unmute, unmute everything and start sound checking the drums for me? Start sound checking it. Right. He got there when I was at the keyboards just before the vocals. And he was like, continue. And that was my big break. Since then, you know, I, I got opportunities to mix live bands, you know, work in smaller, smaller digital boards and stuff like that. And then I moved from Barbados here. Nice. And that was a transition. That was one year of absolutely doing nothing in music. And it was probably one of the hardest years in my life. Mm. Right? Um, I moved basically without my instruments. I moved without any connections in the music industry here. And as soon as I got here, I needed to get back into it as quickly as possible. And I remembered I had one buddy that I used to mix for. Um, it was a rock band in Barbados named Francis Scarlet. And they kind of broke up because one one of the guys moved to New York and the other guy wanted to stay in Barbados. I can understand why, right? Um, and I hit it up. I was like, yo, what are you doing? And he was like, yeah, I, I'm doing these shows in, in Manhattan. And I was like, yo, I'm, I'm, I'm here in, in America now. And he was like, really? I need an engineer. And then from there, I was just mixing in my head and for you know, a few weekends um, for over a year, over a year. And then 
moved to Jersey. I moved to Jacksonville. And again, had to start over, had to find new links. And I said, you know what? Now keep it super simple. Let me see what, what it is that, that we have here. And I searched entertainment or indie and why entertainment came up. And everything that was in that ad, that why entertainment was asking for, I was like, yo, this sounds like me. And I applied. And since then, I've been working with Y Entertainment from 2018, correct? Yeah. Nice. 2018 till now. And I honestly appreciate every moment of and every single period of my life when it comes to music because it taught me more and more and more and more. All right. And I'm still learning, still learning a lot. So anyway, that was a whole lot. I'll let you guys go. So we got a question from uh, one of our viewers, Brandon. He said, how did things change from the Caribbean to Florida? <laughs> Brandon, that's an excellent question. <laughs> and David, David, he knows the answer. So from the Caribbean, we, we are full of vibe, full of energy and of course, our local music will be heavily influenced in almost every club, every party that we will be DJing back home, especially weddings. Weddings was weddings are completely different and completely different when it's from back home. It's like, honestly, it's very disorganized and it's just mad fun. <laughs> it's just mad fun. Where, where we, we have a whole lot of formalities and then the fun at the end, it seems like after the ceremony, it's just fun, all right? Um, so the difference with the Caribbean was structuring my skill, my skill set, taking what I did with my emceeing um, in certain areas, because in the Caribbean, I did a lot of work when it came to nightclubs we we're very vocal on the mic when it came to nightclubs and bars, very vocal on the mic as DJs. Um, actually, honestly, we should shut up a lot more and just play the music, but that's how it is back home. Uh, so organizing that skill set into a format that fit what is happening here in Jacksonville. And it was pretty easy because with an amazing company like Y Entertainment, uh, basically every single question I had covered I had a, every single question that I had, David had it covered in either a manual for me or either just a phone call. Hey, David, this is happening, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, yep, yeah, we would just do it like this, blah, blah, blah. And he did immense training. Um, just, I would say it's just like taking that energy and just focusing it into what we need to do. And after that is done, then the fun is at the end. So the transition from the Caribbean to here, to the, here in Jacksonville was pretty easy because of the group that I had around me. I had amazing DJs just, you know, we have like five DJs, well, four DJs within Y Entertainment other than myself. So it's just mass knowledge that I had to pull from, just keep on pulling. And as I said, I always continue to learn. I'm always learning. Always learning. All Never right. stop learning. Never stop learning. Cool. 
Now, we, we talked about your beats and release of the beats. Where can we find your stuff? So you can find all of my beats on my website, djshaneryan.com. What is that? I'm sorry? djshaneryan.com. Okay. All right. all right. And you can find my beats where you can purchase it. You can also contact me directly from, from the website. You can book me for weddings, which will directly link you to my link at Y Entertainment DJs, which will make it super easy. You can also um, hear mixes from myself. You will be able also to be able to hear the original music that I'm now releasing. Um, everything that's basically anything that you want to learn about Shane Ryan, you can find on my website. Um, if you want to book me for mixing and mastering, also on my website. Now, when you talk about mixing, a couple questions I have for you. Do, you. do you beat mix? Beat mix on turntables. Turntables. So you bring out – that was my next question. What do you, do you have turntables? <laughs> Say that again? What type of turntables do you use? Oh, I'm, I use an SS3, and I use Serato DJ, and I, I – that is one of the other skills that I've been working on within my um, COVID time. Mm-hmm. Turntablism just is something that I always, always wanted to take part in. And okay. in my new mixes, and I was telling David this when we started going back out working, that now my, my sets are so much more interesting. Just sitting down and watching turntable lists um actually do the thing online and actually practicing every single one of those scratch those scratch that techniques for almost a year um Mm -hmm. when i went back out starting to do weddings here in jacksonville in the last couple of months my brides and grooms was just blown away because of the energy that came out of myself now adding that to my repertoire my style of mixing was a lot of, as you said, beat mixing, uh, where I would, you know, I always had a very good knowledge of music from my musician days, because mm-hmm. in the Caribbean, we had to know a lot of different types of genres as a musician, because we're a tourism country. So everyone's coming from all over the world to visit, visit, visit us. So I knew almost every single genre and when I came here, it made it so easy just to incorporate so many different genres. And now adding that new skill set, right, over the COVID period of just staying at home and practicing turntablism, you know, to my wedding gigs now is honestly, I, I can't wait until it's more consistent so that we, I can just be doing it every weekend again. Okay, cool. Gabe, I know you got a couple questions for him. Shoot. Yeah, so that, is that a Personas behind you? Yes, this is a Personas CS18 digital board. Does that um, have scene memory? Yes. So, oh, right on. Okay. And you mentioned in the past you used uh, Soundcraft stuff back home in Barbados, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they you have those preamps. Use it. Oh, amazing preamps. Yeah. Um, the SI1 and the SI3, SI2 for monitor boards. Um, and then a brief period on the digital S9. Um, amazing boards, amazing yeah. boards, amazing boards. Do you have a preference on cables, like XLR cables, one over the other? No, I have no okay. preference. But 
it's funny enough, the last microphone that I bought, as although I have no preference personally, um, for my studio, at the last microphone I bought was being offered with Mogami cables. And anyone that works in studio knows that Mogami cables is the best cables when it comes Absolutely. to studio work. Um, but other than that, for live gear, honestly, when I was a rigger, the one cable that I can always guarantee will work no matter what was a whirlwind brands. So I kind of stuck with that when I came here, you know, just keeping because, you know, you, know, you stick with what you know. Um, whirlwind cables are very strong. I have some whirlwind cables from when I was gigging when I was 16 year old, years old, still working wow. for me right now. And that's over 15 years. Right. I think it is. I can't remember. Right. I'm aging myself now. Right. You, you honestly look like you're like 18. So yeah. I, I don't know, man. What is it? What is it about Barbados? You have Rihanna from Barbados. You said Carl Cox is Carl Cox is from Barbados as well. No, Carl. Cox. Oh, okay. Because no. you mentioned, you, yeah, you mentioned him earlier. You know, Carl so, Cox was one of the first DJ, one of the very few DJs made world history during the millennium. He was in Australia, flew Back to LA to do another Millennium party. That dude's insane. I saw. I got to see him a couple times. Man, that guy has so much energy. Mm. Man, Carcross is he is just a legend, just a legend. Yeah. But from from back home, when it comes to music legends that Barbados has had pushed out, we have Rihanna. Everyone knows Rihanna, of course. Um, but in the DJ world, DJ Puffy, he was the Red Bull Red Bull winner for 2017 right from Barbados and then we had a finalist on 2018 just just Jay. so we we got a we got a couple talented folks that came out to our little small island and when I tell you small it's a hundred only 166 square miles right only 166 thousand square miles very small very small so Ken, let's see go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry Ken Ken said it I was going to say it I said somebody's got to say this you are the Pharrell of DJs, dude. <laughs> so much like Pharrell to me. Oh my God, I, I I'm ready. To, in, in the green room, I want you to say hi. This is Pharrell, and you're listening to In the Q podcast. Now, enough respect, man. Enough respect to you guys, man. I appreciate the love. I appreciate that love. No, that that's hot. I mean, I I dude, I I'm I'm totally impressed with that board, um, and yeah. everything that that you got going on. I I got a really really big question for you about all of that um who influences you who influences what artists or what artist or you know it could be anything you know somebody had a great answer and he said and a guy came up because you know who's my influence he goes my mom i thought that was the, the number was one Keith. Was, was Keith shockley was that Keith that said that oh my yep. god just I, I, I was like what what a, what a great answer because we asked that to everybody that's on this show and who are no. your who was my biggest influence in the music industry? Who really, really like hit my heart? Michael Jackson, MJ. I had every single album and and then the deluxe versions of those albums when they came out with all the underground stuff. And just the way he used to go so hard. And even though he was doing it for so many years, from since he was a little boy, by the way, Michael Jackson recorded the entire Thriller album with the microphone that David's using, the SM7B. Fantastic. Yes, Did not know that. Yes, sir. What? I didn't know that. 
Well, MJ is just a boss. But Does that make me the Michael Jackson of DJs? Hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. So I, I want to ask that. you something about this Calypso sound. I mean, did you ever integrate any of the Calypso sound that you had in the Carnivals and Barbados? Or you said a different word. Um, but, you know, when you were in St. Lucian, you got to be part of that a little bit. Did you ever, were you able to integrate any of that sound into your drum beats or any of your beats Good whatsoever? Question. Almost every one of my beats. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Almost Can you every play something? I, it's either going to have a little Caribbean flavor in the percussion or it's going to have that hidden guitar in the background that's going to give you that little Caribbean flair. Um, I actually submitted one of my beats to the intro song for you guys. And when you guys listen to it, you would actually say, you know, it's, it's very interesting because I took the idea of trap music when I was in the North, because I just thought when I watched it and you guys offered for us to submit songs, I, I thought right away I had a beat on my graveyard of beats that's just sitting there on that hard drive, right? And I was like, this is good. this would be perfect for you guys. But you, if, when you guys listen to it, take a, take a listen to the guitar. It always comes up, right? You're gonna have I'd have an influence with the guitar or influence with the percussion. And even when it comes to my wedding DJs, uh my wedding sets, uh, I always tell my bride and groom, listen, I want you guys to fill up as much information on your requests, but don't think that I'm just gonna be playing your request from one to, to Z. I'm gonna be taking that, yeah, I just said one to Z, right? <laughs> I'm gonna be taking that list and actually taking your energy from what I can read with what music you like and influence, bringing my influence into it, my creativity. So I remember a night I was playing, you know, cocktail hour and I dropped in UB40 version of Can't Help Falling In Love. And I remember the grad, the, the brides, grand granddad started walking in the dj booth right away and he was like i was like oh no he's gonna tell me play the elvis elvis version uh, <laughs> he walked in my direction and he was like what is like i've never heard that version of this song and he loved it he was like what give me the name of that song i i need to i need to add this to my playlist um on pandora i need to listen to more of these these guys music and if you don't know you before the oh i love that one track the rat in kitchen anything labor anything from labor of love the original labor of love not the second one that, that's some good <laughs> shit. ali and the whole crew i mean like that's one group i wish i could have seen live but i mean don't get me started reggae i mean i'm three months out of the year i'm hitting the beach every weekend listening to reggae. <laughs> Love I got it. You. Yeah. Got you. The vibe, man. The vibe yeah. and the energy. This is this all is about. So you're gonna play right. something? Yeah. I'm actually gonna I, I said tonight, you know, I'm I'm gonna be releasing a song with uh Pastu and Productions. And I said, what what would be the best time other than to release it with fellow DJs? Uh so I'm just gonna you guys want me to she, uh share my screen right here? Yeah, let's try it. Um, we will be more equipped in the next couple of weeks to be doing stuff like this. Um, I'm going to try and, um, finagle something through my MacGyverism and my board here, but, um, let, let's see, let's give it a sound. I mean, 
but definitely, you know, go to go to Shane's website um, that we put up earlier and check him out. Ah, there we go. There Look you at go. There you go. There's the website. <coughs> so here we go. So this song is this song is called Only Jeff. Um, as I said, between Pasture Productions and myself, we worked on this song and amazing amazing guys in virginia if you're in virginia check out past your productions your songwriters produ uh producers you know the works all right do we have it here if we all need there. to mute I don't think we can hear it. Got no audio, Shane. There we go. There it is. All right, let's try that again. Try it again. Baby, 
child bless me with this love so I can give it to you. Only child knows how much I've fallen for you, how deep I've been with you. Child knows I will never let you go. Only child knows how much girl I love you. Child how I need you. Thank you, man. Thank you. Nice. Jared, kids, Jared consider collaborating with Mavado a little bit to add some other vocal. <laughs> that that's the beauty about this these this music is. Why pay over a hundred bucks a month for cable? That's half the cost for Fubo TV. That would be your ad. Don't that's tell me you don't like Mavado. Oh, I love Mavado. All right, Caribbean man, Caribbean yeah. like legend, Vibes Cartel, Mavado, all these guys, legends. Hey. Uh, but yeah. all of this music that I'm doing, I'm, I'm writing. Even though I'm singing on these tracks oh, and, and producing it, all of these tracks are basically demos to be shot to artists, to be cut by artists. So I took the opportunity of my downtime to become more creative, to then tap into a larger market, to either become, push myself to be the next Steve Aoki or push myself to be the next Ibichi that can be working with artists anywhere around the world to cut music that we write, to cut music that we produce. Mm -hmm. And working with these guys, uh, Past Your Productions, it's like we always have ideas. And this one, you know, is very, very close to my heart with just the message, uh, as well as the first first song that we did. And you can check out all of this music on Past Your Productions um, YouTube page. You know, we have everything posted there. and. Then the cool thing about this video is that there's an amazing videographer in Jacksonville that is working up his magic to produce um, a video script for this song. He's in love with the song and his ideas that he's been just calling and telling me, he's like, yo, I have these, these ideas. So there's a lot more to come. There's a lot more to come when it comes to creativity. Um, and this probably one of the things when when I reach out to David, I, I whenever I reach out to David, actually, I always tell David, you know, I just never want to stop being creative with anything that I do when it comes to my DJing, when it comes to making my productions, when it comes to um, writing music. It just feeds the passion all wrong because bringing myself into this creative space when I went back out, as I said, um, DJing weddings, I find myself a completely different level than what I was before, um, before March 27th. So, you know, it's just 
yeah, the old saying, you know, if you get if you get lemons, mix the lemonade. All right. You're doing you're doing what most of these people that we've interviewed on this show um, have done. Jeff Rush is one of them. Jeff is in the room. He did the same thing that you do. But here, good question. Zaz one asks, um, what's the BPM for the song? And what's your favorite BPM for production? <laughs> good question. Uh, my favorite B uh, okay, that, that BPM for my memory is we wrote it in 165 is a is a funny story about that. We wrote it in 165, but cut that in half. All right. So right. Was, um, right. right cut that in half. Yes. So 82.583. Yeah, I get yeah. it. So you cut that in half, but the reason why we wrote it because it started around the percussion and you know the quick hi-hats and stuff like that. So we were we were in that tempo and then when the pianos came in, then it completely changed the whole energy of, of, of the song. And then we just added, took out, you know, and that's how we work, you know, we never we never like pigeonhole ourselves into one area, one genre. Um, you know, when I did the melody for a song, I kind of was like on a binge listening to Shade. And <laughs> when, <laughs> when I laid down the vocals and sent it back to Virginia and the guys heard it, they were like, yo, like what headspace you was in? I was like, I was listening to Shade for like three weeks now. Don't ask me why. I just love that lady. But are they are your vocals? Say that again. Are you the vocal guy? Are they your vocals, or do you have an artist that sings? First, first verse and chorus is my vo vocals, and then this the second verse and also chorus. So we kind of do like this question and answer thing going on in in the chorus. Okay. Is the, the the piano player, the producer from Pastu Productions? So mm -hmm. we. COVID, you know, no one's coming into recording studios and recording uh, during during COVID. So none of us sung before COVID. We did not sing on any songs. We just did beats. But COVID pushed us to a next level of saying, you know, we still want to write music. Mm -hmm. We want people to hear our message. Mm -hmm. um, we want to be creative. Mm -hmm. And so... I'm going to be creative. I'm going to push myself to sing these vocals. I'm going to push myself to lay down these tracks and release these tracks. And when the artist can now hear finished products, sometimes mm -hmm. it's always a better better thing for them to picture their vocals on it, to picture their swing, to picture their creativity. So then we can just, you know, have a finished product, you know, for our artists to hear. And if they're interested in cutting any of our music, you know, just reach out to us. Uh, well, you can reach out to me on my website, and I definitely will get back to you. Dude, fab fabulous. I, I I have one last question for you, and I'm done. I'm, I'm just, like, enthralled with you, dude. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the, um, uh, the video itself, Did you, who did that? Did, I mean, did you guys do that, or did you throw it to yourself? One-stop one shop. So the songwriter, the songwriter um, from Pastor Productions, he, he normally writes. Well, he wrote the entire song, this entire song. Talk okay. about lyrics. Um, his name is Ken. I think he's in the chat. Uh, yeah. So he actually did the video, did the visual so that we can release it. Um, but he does amazing. I told him this, dude, like to just find like 
video links and stuff like that to get across a message. I think it's right. amazing. But when we actually do the full-fledged video, right. um, we already, you know, I'm telling, I told these guys, listen, there's a grand piano sitting in the white room of St. Augustine. You're coming down, St. Mm -hmm. Augustine, and we're going to get requests, a permission for you to play, and we're going to be shooting in St. Augustine, doing mm -hmm. a lot of shots. And our great buddy, um, Naz Vigils, um, from Rookie and Vet that does the podcast with David as well, mm -hmm. uh, he's actually just compiling a bunch of ideas for a complete video script on that song like when he heard the song actually he messaged me today he's like dude i'm like super excited to do this video um as soon as i get something put it put down on paper i'm giving you guys a call because i'm like super excited um so that should be pretty dope when we when we release the second video for this song and hopefully you know if we get it if there's any artist that's out there once again as i said you know and you're interested in any of our music you can reach out to me all right fabulous Gentlemen, well, Shane. fantastic, Shane. Great meeting you. And um, I definitely look forward to jumping on your website and learning more about your. Uh, You're awesome, bro. Creative passion, man. Loved it. Great shit. Love it. Any questions there, Mr. David? I mean, I guess I'm kind of the the odd one of the group because I've known Shane for so long, and I know. Um, but there's he, something. I already know. I already know all the answers. But <laughs> uh, but I mean, I I would just say that. Um, from, from the first day that I met Shane, he's always been a consummate professional about what he does and how he does it. Okay. And, um, you know, somebody that, uh, exactly fit the mold of what I wanted to have for my company and, and people representing me. And, and, you know, I, I never, I never really realized how many different ways that spider web would weave. And it's been, been really cool to watch it happen because of that. My friend, it sounds like Gabe for, with me. I mean, the same thing that you're talking about with Shane is the same exact love and and, and, and respect um, that I give to, to the man that's below me right now, uh, yeah. Mr. Gabe. Yeah, I mean, th these two guys are, are one and the same. You know what I'm saying? Um, they could almost be twins. Hell, Gabe, if you just grow a little bit of hair, you guys, you know, yeah. It's my brother oh. from another. There you go. From another mother. All right. You guys, you guys, <laughs> you guys got that similar fire in your soul. So when with that said, here, I, I do have one last question. This is the interview question. If I was going to interview you for the million-dollar company, and it's, it's plain and simple. Why do you do this? Passion. All right. I do music because of the passion that I have for music. It allows me to learn about myself. It, allow, it brings me to a, a, a serene place. And then watching what how I influence a next person, especially mm -hmm. on the biggest days, when, especially when it comes to wedding gigs right. and the memories that I get to create for them, right? just fuse my soul. So. That, you know, it, look, you, you've answered it perfectly than the, than the one word answer. I wanted it because that that was it. When I would sit and I would do hundreds and hundreds of disc jockey interviews, the one question I would ask, why do you do this? Love and passion, passion. are the same thing, my friend. Yep. The number one answer on the board is because I love this because it's in my blood. It's in my family. My dad did this. My mom did this. I can't get enough of music. That is the answer. If you if you would have said, oh, I, I, I do it for the money. Yeah. You know, from it. Yeah. 
or this pain in the ass job, blah, 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 blah. I'd have lost a lot of respect for you. I still thought you looked like Pharrell, but not. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, you have to be in this for the love of it. If this becomes yeah, I love a it. job, and if this becomes a, 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 an anxiety upon your soul, um, you have to. You know, you know, you love something when you've done so many weddings and every single time that you're driving to that gig that you're getting that butterflies in your stomach. It reminds me of the first day I performed on a stage, same butterflies every single time. Right. Yep. Look, your guy, Jason, he's one of your guys for the love of yeah. music. Look, uh, Vince, the American artist's name is Michael Jackson in case you missed it, but you can <laughs> find it back on the, uh, the podcast, by the way, um, while we're there, we are available on replays on YouTube, obviously on Facebook. If you search up in the Q podcast, and also you're going to find us on Spotify, um, Google play and the Apple music store. So it's searchable and we're, we're coming up now on the first page. Sorry about that, Shane. Anything no else? Problem. Shane, yeah, we're everywhere. I actually wanted to add to what you're saying about the artists. Um, the reason why Michael Jackson was my number one artist influence is that remember I was saying, no matter how long he was, he's been doing it. Right. Up to watching that last documentary that he did for that concert that we were honestly robbed from. Yeah. Um, watching that last documentary and still seeing the passion that he had for it, going up to the band leader of his band and telling him, no, you're not playing it the way you're supposed to play. This is how you're supposed to play it. Having that perfection, that, that, that energy, that love mm -hmm. for his music that has to be correct mm -hmm. for his... Um, his audience, mm -hmm. like, it's just like, I was like, this guy is like 50. He has nothing to prove, like, and he's still going hard. So mm -hmm. why not? Why can't I go hard? All right. Look, I, 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 I love Michael. I love Michael Jackson. I love his songs. I love his music. But as I get deeper into this and as I get older in this industry it, and you start peeling behind all of the layers, I believe the, the genius behind Michael Jackson was Quincy. Quincy Jones. Uh. Quincy is the genius behind him. And if you've ever met this man, God, I, I, you know, I wish we could have had him on the podcast. Oh, my God. <laughs> if you ever get that genius and, and listen to his interviews and how he talks um, and presents himself and the energy that you just see on the video from this guy and, and the focus on what he's trying to do, you know, it's a lot there. And I, I also wanted to say big ups. Look, we, we, we have some influential people that listen to this podcast or join us live. And and one of them just gave you props. I'm not going to say who he is. He's in here. I don't I don't want to embarrass anybody. Uh, but yeah, there are some heavy hitters that are in this industry. You know that with the right words to the right people, and all all the guy has to take is the right words to the right people. You know, um, I, I, for example, and and I think I sent the information to Dave, the the, the artist Millie, Millie and uh, Quad. Quad 21. Oh, did you see the tw uh, Times Square thing? They were, they, were yeah, they, have they were up. They were put up on Times Square. Um, I don't mean to put you on the spot, but if you have it, we'll show it. But I mean, that's that's where it can head for you. And I and I asked these guys. I said, you know, how did you get found in certain areas? The one guy said, look, I thought outside the box, and I put it on LinkedIn. I said, wow, you put it wow. on LinkedIn. He wouldn't LinkedIn. have thought that it would come. He goes, oh, I thought it would have come from Twitter or, or Facebook or in the queue especially for what they were into. But no, really, it came through LinkedIn and it came because the right people shared it and somebody listened to it and they said, wow, this is great. And then they, you know, they, they came up and they, uh, 
you know, they got they got that feature right on Times Square, and, and they both did yeah, it. They both took shots of it. I mean, right there. Can you they, see that, Greg? Is that is that yeah. up on the screen? Sorry, I yeah, can't. No, they, they were, Millie was so proud. That's Millie right there. Congrats, um, squad. Congrats, Millie. Yeah, between Forever 21 and right there, that that that's the album cover that we had on. And it was like, you know, you know, first they run in the queue, and now, look, they're up on Times Square. So you never know there, Shane. It could 100%. <laughs> but I wanted to send props out to those guys because they – Although were- I, I think Times Square is a little bit more uh, prestigious than being on our podcast. But, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but we'll, take, uh, we'll, we'll take seconds to it. <laughs> that, was a, that was a stepping stone is what I was trying to say. No, I'm, I'm just picking, man. I'm just picking, man. Things, things happen the more you network yourself. And I'm always talking network, network, network. And always be closing. You know, ABC. Remember those simple letters. Because when you talk to somebody and you see somebody, um, Gabriel can tell you, when I'm up, I go up to New York DJ Con every year. I'm I'm a madman. I grind like, like it ain't no thing. I talk to different people. I find out. I find the mark. I find the owner of the large companies. I talk to them. I make them my best friend. And I find out what I can do for them, not what they can do for me. I've had guys come right out. What can I give you? I don't want anything from you. I want to surround myself with great people and great company. That's it. That 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 sells them and hooks on it because then they feel my energy and how passionate I am about that. And if there's something I can show you or teach you that, it's drive that fire within yourself. If you can turn it on like the flick of a switch like you do as an entertainer, entertainers know how to do it. They're having a bad day, but they got to go to work. You have to be able to flip that switch and go from this mood to that oh, yeah. mood. Or excuse me, you can't say it, but this mood to that mood. And if you can do that with your sales tactic or as you meet people and you're networking, once again, ABC, always be closing because your sales and your networking can be the same thing depending upon how you look at it because it's your referrals, your references, your friends, your homies that are in the room right now supporting you you know, it goes from there. And that's why we always say share this, share that, like this, comment. It's about that. You know, we we need those people too. We need those followers. But same thing with you and same thing with anybody listening to this cast or in this room. And it's, it's really why we do this, to explain how, how that they can take it to the next level. They can step up. They can, you know, think outside the box. Networking is the biggest key ever needed, right? Look, and and that's right. Look, you you find Ronald or or DD out there, and and you know look him up or watch the uh, the past. They they can help you with that. Um, they are personal friends with our last guest, Keith Shockley from the last show. So if, if that helps you out in, in any way, shape, or form, you know hook him up. Look him up on Facebook. I mean, he liked your stuff. Um, and say, hey, look, where can we go or or what can we do together? And you, you never know. Ronald might just introduce you to the right person, or you know what? You're going to have a friend for life with that guy because he's an awesome, he's an awesome guy just to be around, hang out, and talk and shoot the shit with. You know what I mean? But yeah. point being, networking, my friend Shane, you've got what it takes. You've got that energetic personality. You've got great music, and you're young. How old are you? We're not a job interview, so I can ask you. Thirty-five. Thirty-five. You're young. still behind your ears, my friend. <laughs> you don't have any gray in your beard yet. Do you have any kids? Yeah, of course. I got a beautiful daughter. Uh, uh, come <laughs> yeah. Once you turn 40, those gray hairs will be coming in very quickly, especially if you have a daughter. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got two, and I know what you mean. And you'll just lose all that hair that he has. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. Uh, I just want to say thank you for the opportunity, guys. Like, it's, yeah. 
it's fun, man. I, I love just being around creative people, just speaking of creative people, just, just, just this whole energy of speaking to you guys and sharing the music with you guys and, you know, you know, enough respect, enough love. And I appreciate everything. Dude, lo loved having you and hopefully we'll have you on again in the future. You can come and hang out, you know, for a show as we have different people on that, that you would like, but, but definitely my friend. Yeah. And I'm so glad that you look, you're part of why entertainment. Because, you know, the, the, the coming together of this in the Q podcast is really, it's it's current entertainment and why entertainment just coming together and sharing the knowledge. It's, it's really education. It's passing it on. You know, it's passing on what we know to help others. There There is nothing hidden. You know, some DJs told me once again, oh, I'm not going to train this guy. I'm training my competition. Bye-bye. Yeah. You know. Bye. Why, 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 why think like that? Yeah, it, well, then there, then there's the other guys. They said, if you don't embrace the younger generation, they're just going to pass you. And then if, if, if you have hatred towards that generation, who's going to take care of you when you're older? Mm -hmm. You know, there, there, there's an old there's an old quote in, in an old uh, cult movie from the 90s, The Breakfast Club. And the old principal sitting there talking about, oh, I hate these kids, blah, 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 blah. And I can't, you know, I can't can't just think that they're going to take it. Take, take care of me when I get older. And the, and, the, and the janitor looks him in the eye and he says, I think they're going to take care of you. You're a dick. But, but <laughs> really, I mean, that's, that's the truth of it. But but it's the truth because, and look, and, and it goes to saying with the network, and be a nice guy, you know, um, do the right thing. We talked about deposits earlier. If you can afford it and you, and you know, and you can read people and you've been in this industry in a long time, you know, somebody's pulling the wool over your eyes. And, and you'll know the truth. If something happens and somebody doesn't lie to me and they say, oh, my God, somebody's in the hospital, I'm refunding their money in an instant. And I don't care what any of these other DJ groups or, or guys that are even older than I, you know, that need to retire anyway. But regardless, if you don't take care of your clients, too, or, or be smart about it, you might not have those clients in the future or it, it might not, you know, spider from there. You know, that networking, because that client's going to tell 100 people if they love you. If they hate you, they're going to tell a 1,000. Think of that, you know? Anyway, love I think it. it's getting late. I'm, yeah, I'm, man, I was going to say, Greggy, you're uh, you're, you're preaching uh, way into the wee hours of the night tonight, man. But I love it. I love, what, I love the knowledge you're dropping, and that's what the show is all about. So yeah. we hope everybody enjoyed the show tonight. Uh, we are looking forward to having... Uh, Kevin and his son Braden Porter on the show with us tomorrow night. Braden is a young, uh, I believe he, Next Monday he's probably going to be mad at me. I think he's 16. Next Monday. <laughs> what did I say? Tomorrow. Tomorrow night. Oh, it won't be yeah. tomorrow night. It'll be next Freudian, Monday night. Freudian slip. No. No. Well, I, I have another podcast to do tomorrow night, so that's probably what I was thinking. But anywho. They will be with us. Thank you for correcting me. They will be with us next week, and uh, we invite you to come back and hear – uh, the story of uh, Kevin and his young son, Braden, who's out there DJing at a young age and just learning from his dad. And just a pretty cool, just right right along with what you were saying, Greg. It's just a pretty cool. Okay, there you go. He's correcting me. He's 15. Wow. Uh, which I wasn't sure. See, I saw a picture. So Braden doesn't realize this. Well, maybe he does, but I follow him on Instagram and his dad on Facebook. And I saw that he recently got his braces taken off. And I was wondering if that was a birthday thing or if that was just a timing thing. So that's probably where I got messed up with the age. But nevertheless, thank you, Braden, for uh, for correcting me there so we can tell the truth. 15 years young and out there rocking party. So that's pretty awesome. So we're looking forward to that next week. 
next Monday. <laughs> with that said, thank you, Shane, for uh, for jumping on with us tonight, man. You know I love you. I don't even have to tell you that, but you know I do. And uh, we're, we're just excited and happy to have uh, have you on with us. Zaz1, sorry. Thank you, man. Thank you. We love it. And we got to get Zaz1 on here too, man. We got to get Zaz1 on the show. So. Yeah, Zaz, Zaz gonna, uh, was in the studio the past two weeks in Philly, and then uh, he recorded uh, something with uh, a few other artists in Rhode Island on Sunday. I keep missing him, but uh, we're going to we're gonna have him come out great, soon. Great, yeah. great point. And besides Zaz, look, any of our loyal, we got, we, we're starting to gain these loyal followers um, and listeners, and I'm not going to push you, especially if I know you or if Dave knows you, but please, you know, Hit us up. We'd love to have you on the show no matter what you do. Okay? Yeah, we just, we just want to hear your stories and, and right. who knows who you might influence. You never know who you might influence by just telling your story like Shane did tonight. I think it was amazing. So, Yeah, that was so, – dude, that was so awesome. Thank you, Shane. Thank you for letting us, you know, have you here on the podcast. Beautiful work, and you're a great guy, and uh, Dave, David is lucky to have you. That I am. That I am. All right. With that said, guys, everybody have a good night. We will see you next Monday at 8 p.m. Have a good one. Peace. Peace.